I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What will the budget mean for your finances? The Chancellor, Philip Hammond, tried to be less spreadsheet Phil and more feel-good Phil at the budget on Monday. The big surprise, an unexpected income tax boost for 32 million people. And of course, we were all very relieved that rules governing pensions and ISAs have been left well alone for now. However, if you're a self-employed contractor or a reluctant landlord letting out a property you cannot sell you're unlikely to be feeling so flush. Welcome to The Money Show, the FT's weekly podcast on personal finance and investing. I am Claire Barrett, FT Money Editor, bringing you this week's budget news in downloadable form. Joining me in the studio for our special budget edition are my expert colleagues Lucy Warwick-Ching and James Pickford and Seven Investment Management's Michael Martin. Welcome all. Starting with Lucy, FT Money's digital editor, The income tax changes. This was the big surprise announcement right at the end of the speech. What's happening and is it as good as it sounds? Yeah, so it was at the end. We were waiting for pretty much an hour till we we got this information. But the Chancellor announced that he was raising the personal allowance threshold, which will rise to... 12,500 and also the higher rates income tax threshold which will rise to 50,000 so these were all known about they were going to happen anyway by 2020 but so the Chancellor announced that he would be bringing forward those changes by a year so these will come into effect from April 2019. could say a pre-election bribe well that's all I tried to say (laughs) in in my column on the day anyway because this will impact or benefit 32 million people is what he claims. How much roughly could they expect to receive? Well, yes, that was the excitement. He was, you know, making the big point that there would be lots of people affected and lots of people would benefit. Um, In reality, for those people on um, basic rate tax will benefit from about £130 a year. year. And uh, for high rate taxpayers, the idea is that they will benefit from £860 a year. However, Steve Webb, who's also been quite pointed in some of his tweets about the budget, pointed out that national insurance um, increases will take away some of that budget dividend. Yes, the the real excitement for the budget was actually discovered kind of later or, or even the next day when p- the experts were kind of pouring through the documents. And Steve Webb has actually made this point that these benefits will be pretty much halved for higher rate taxpayers. So so this is where it gets complicated. So the threshold at which national insurance contributions drop from 12% to 2% is also rising to £50,000. So this means that people will have to pay an extra £340 
for their national insurance contributions. So this, in effect, it cuts the total savings of the income tax move for higher earners to £520 a year. Still a nice little earner, though. Mm -hmm. But we've written before in FT Money about uh, the six-figure salary curse. This is because when you start to earn more than £100,000 a year, the personal allowance which will rise to £12,500 next April, starts to be clawed back. So there is actually a significant proportion of higher earners who are going to be paying more tax as a result. Exactly. So for wealthier people, those earning, as you rightly say, over 100000 is even worse. So they now face a marginal tax rate of 60% on this slice of earnings. This is not an official term, 60%, but what it is in effect for these people, because the personal allowance is tapered down for every pound you earn over £100,000. So essentially, someone earning 125000 won't be entitled to the personal allowance. At all. At all. And so um, Blick Rothenberg has have crunched the numbers and they say that that person will only benefit from the increase in the basic rate band, which was announced in the budget. My goodness, tax <laughs> is uh, such, a, such a minefield. Yes. Um, anyway, Michael, moving on to you now, the big breathe out moment was that the word pensions wasn't even mentioned in the speech. Yes, it, it, it was quite incredible. We were expecting quite a few things. You know, Philip Hammond found his 13 billion down the back of the sofa, buys 50p Brexit coin. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, he essentially gave it all away, which is quite incredible. You know, if I had a client who had found £13 billion and they came to me and said, what shall I do? The first thing I would say is not to spend it all. I would say, let's put it aside. <laughs> let's think about the future. But I think he was worried about future governments perhaps giving it away, so he had to give it away himself. So, yes, it, it's incredible that we can still pay... £40,000 into pensions if you wish to. You can go back three years and, and, and make up past contributions as well. So you can still pay large amounts of money into pensions and still get you know, relief at your highest marginal rate, which is amazing. The lifetime allowance hasn't been hit. And I was really expecting lifetime allowance to hit, not just because we need to raise some tax, but because statistically and, and mathematically it made a lot more sense. We had a change in 2012, we had a change in 2014, we had a change in 2016. We really should have had a change in 2018 just to make it nice, but we didn't. I hope the Chancellor isn't listening, I have to say. So we will um, have lots of information in FT Money this weekend about how you can go about paying more money into your pension. Also, using up your spouse's allowance is something that people should look at because the rules could well change in Ex the future. Exactly, yes. Just to make sure you're using all the tax allowances you have, looking at using your spouse's allowances, making sure you're using your ICE allowance, capital gains tax allowance, dividend allowance... What I've been saying for quite some time is trying to keep your tax affairs as simple as possible. And actually, now we do have quite a lot of tax allowances that we can use. Therefore, you don't have to push the boundaries of the tax system very much to be able to get quite a tax-efficient income in your retirement. And the amount of money Phil's spending on tax avoidance, you know, that's that's going to keep happening. That's going to keep going. And what one person's evasion is another is another person's avoidance. So... Be careful how your tax affairs are and just use the simple allowances and use them well. Now, one group of people who will be affected by a forthcoming tax crackdown, although not until April 2020, are the self-employed. Now, Lucy, you're going to attempt to decode for our listeners what IR35 actually means in practice. Um, yes, this is a very complicated area and actually no wonder it's been kind of left alone or, you know, it's a, no wonder no one really understands 
the amount of tax they should be paying. But So last year, the Chancellor had to back down on increasing national insurance for the self-employed, but he's had another go at it this time for better off workers. What the rules known as IR35 are designed to do is to hit those people that HMRC think are employees. So these are people that are perhaps IT contractors, engineers, consultants, and HMRC is wanting to get those people that they think are working in a way that they deem to be, you know, the usual way that an employee would work, not working as kind of self-employed individuals. Mm. They have some very loose ways of describing how you should be as a self-employed person. Typically, if they only work for one firm, if they don't control the hours and the locations that they work at, then they'd say, well, you're a de facto employee. Therefore, you should be paying a much higher rate of tax and national insurance than you would be if you were self-employed and and doing a tax return. And I think you've got some statistics from an accountancy firm that show how big those differences could be. Exactly. Yes, people will be hit very hard. So calculations from Pandal say that a freelance contractor earning £50,000 a year can expect to pay £5,000 more in income tax per year and national insurance if they move on to the payroll. Gosh. And then for a contractor of £90,000 salary, the difference to net pay is even higher. It's around £10,000 a year more. So that is a very, very big change. And um, April 2020 slated that those changes will come in. So lots to do before then if you think that you could be at risk. And finally, back to you, Michael. The other thing that the Chancellor didn't touch, of course, was ISAs. Yes, which again, I I was quite surprised because... For some reason, we've turned ISAs, which used to be incredibly simple, into quite complicated things. There's lots of different ISAs, and and nothing really has, has changed over the last few years. But I think possibly because of they've not been particularly popular, all the other types they've they've bought in. Trying, I, I can see over the next couple of years reducing the amount of ISAs available back down to just one for people. You can pay twenty thousand pounds into it; just use that one. Because at the moment, people are thinking, which one should I use? Will I get my tax taken back? How much will it cost me if I don't buy my house with this money? It's complicated. ISIS have always been historically the most simple investment. I, I think keep it that way. People understand ISIS. You put your money in, you don't get tax, and you can take your money out. It doesn't need people like me to give you advice, whereas pensions do. So I think keep, <laughs> keep ISIS simple. Okay. And of course, another group of people who won't be very happy about the budget are so-called reluctant landlords. So James Pickford, Deputy Editor of FT Money, is here now to tell us about what's happening there. So what was the change announced at the budget? Well, let me start by saying, you know, you know that if you own a home and you live in it and you sell it, then you don't pay capital gains tax. It's one of the big, uh, the big reliefs there is. Main really. residence relief. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but if you live in that home and then you decide for whatever reason to move out of it and rent it out, and then you sell it, you do have to pay a certain amount of CGT, uh, capital gains tax, when you eventually sell up, and that depends on how long you lived in it and how long you rented it out. Now, letting relief allows you to reduce that by up to £40,000 or £80,000 if you're a couple. And from what the Chancellor has announced with these changes is that from April 2020, uh, you won't be able to claim that at all unless you're living in the property at the same time as the tenant. And I'm not sure how many people officially do that. (laughs) So the other thing, before I, you know, that's not the end of it, what's changed, because the other thing that's changed uh, is that under the old rules and all the current rules, 
there, there was this thing called a final period exemption. Um, even if you're renting out your property, you get relief for the last 18 months of ownership before you sell it. That's relief on, on the capital gains tax. That period of exemption is coming down to nine months. So it's worth less to you. Yes. So people would have to sell a lot more quickly. But I mean, how did people use this allowance and who do you think is going to be the most affected by the changes which we should say are under consultation and when they do come in it won't be until 2020. That's right there may be some exemptions introduced we we expect some exemptions for people like the disabled or people in in care but broadly speaking let's say you're you're forced to move uh, for work or your family circumstances change say you get divorced you might legitimately, perfectly legitimately decide, well, I've, I need to move out of the house. I need to rent it out, but I don't want to sell it yet. You, you know, that's your choice. And you know, the, so there are quite a few people in that position who, you know, the, the, the term is accidental landlords. Really. Mm. But what we have seen more recently is people falling into that position because they, they, they decide they want to sell their house. And particularly in London and the South Before the East, market goes soggy. No, no, they work well. They, they've seen prices fall and so they, they can't get the price they want. And so they think, well, I've got, to, I've got to sell, but let's just hold on for a while. Let's rent it out. Maybe there'll be a recovery. Maybe after Brexit. After Brexit mm-hmm. and so forth. And so there's been a, a lot, uh, there's been a, a rise in, uh, in, the, in the, the sort of number of rented properties uh, in London, particularly uh, in last year, according to research we, we found. So, yeah. Gosh, I'd love to be a fly on the doorstep when the the not so reluctant landlord knocks on the door and says, "Could I possibly move back in in order to <laughs> to benefit from this tax?" I would imagine a lot of people don't realise that the capital gains tax allowance on property is different to shares. Some, you know, it's tw- it's tw- it's twenty eight percent on property, which means you are you're going to have to pay a little bit more on on capital gains tax when you sell your property as well. And what I think as well is the people that were selling their properties. There's a lot of people who didn't even know they were they could get lettings relief. I don't think unless you're no, an accountant. I think there's a massive amount of people who would be looking at this legislation, going, "Oh wait a minute, we didn't claim that," and then possibly <laughs> try to amend their tax return. So perhaps you'll end up losing over the last because you can go back and perhaps amend your tax return. So and there might be people who'd be going. We didn't even realise you could get that. Well, the, one of the things is that people might there may be a rise in, in sales over the next uh, year or eighteen months yes. as people you know try and get in ahead of this to yes. to, to reduce their tax bills. And that, in turn, I guess, could be downward pressure, more downward pressure on property prices. It could. It could also. I mean, it's it's at the margin, I expect, because obviously this is not people who have big portfolios of, of properties. Mm-hmm. It's only if you've got one property. But, you know, it adds to, I suppose, the reduction in supply of, of rented housing, because if you're selling them on, you're, you're taking, essentially taking it out of being a rented house. Yes. And as you said, there's usually a reason why someone's done it. And that reason probably hasn't changed. So to, to sell for tax purposes is quite a tricky thing to do, because there's probably a reason why someone's rented out. They've not, they've not, they've not, not sold it for a reason. They thought... Until that changes, I won't sell it. So, yes. to, to suddenly go, I'm going to sell it because of this change, it, it doesn't really add up, I don't think. So, yeah. I'm Did, not sure how much money they're going to raise from this. But they they predict they forecast they're going to raise 150 million pounds yes. a year by 2023, 24. Well, there you have it. The three things that we think that will most affect our readers from this week's budget. You can read a lot more about all of these subjects and 
other incentives like the Millennial Rail Card in this weekend's edition of FT Money, which is available inside the FT Weekend newspaper, or you can read online from Friday at ft.com slash money. Before I go, a quick plug for our survey about financial advisors. We would love to know what you think about financial advice that you've received, whether good or bad. We've currently collected well over 200 responses um, from readers and financial advisors. We'd love to hear some more. For your thoughts, we can give you entry into a competition to win a subscription to ft.com if you would like to enter go to our website now there's a free to read story www.ft.com slash nice advice and fill in the free anonymous survey full terms and conditions are online we will be back next week at the usual time goodbye Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.